Welcome to MTG Ectoplasm, your home for spirit travel and magic the gathering. On this episode, we're talking about leaked images of New Capenna, and then also I'm gonna have a lively debate with a friend of mine about proxies and net decking. You know, you know, is it a good thing, a bad thing? I don't know. Who knows? Now, with me tonight, we have the lovish, lovely, the one, the one, the blah, 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 can't even speak, the one, the only, Ravishing Renata. How you doing, Ravishing? I'm doing good. How's everyone else doing? Oh, there you go. See, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I got my engineer with me. So now, now it's time to sit there and, I guess, bring up the sponsor. The sponsor of the show tonight is the one, the only, Greg's Games. That's right. Greg's Game 2103 White Horse Mercerville Road in Hamilton, New Jersey 08619. Now, let me just tell you, ladies and gentlemen, this is a great place. You can find your Magic the Gathering needs, your Pokemon needs, tabletop games like uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Warhammer, yada, yada. They have everything you want there. They they expanded the shop. And let me just say, I love the place. It's a moral imperative. If you're in the Trenton area to go check them out, go. You're going to have a great time. And if you see Greg, tell him, hey, uh, MTG Ectoplasm sent me here, and uh, he told me a lot about you guys. So there you go. So with that being said, don't forget to check them out. 2103 White Horse, Mercerville Road, Hamilton, New Jersey, 08619. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time where I bring on my special guest. This individual is a friend of mine. We play tabletop uh, magic with one another. We haven't been able to do that, uh, you know, in real life. Uh, as of yet, we're soon, very soon to be doing that. And uh, the individual, who I call him New Dan, is Dan, sorry, Dan Lacandro. I also don't is just Dan Lacandro, new Dan, whatever. Welcome to the show, Dan. How you doing? So, Dwight, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, you can find him, find him at Fires in Atlantis on Instagram. Uh, he's a good follow, great follow. Uh, you'll do, you'll enjoy him. He's he's an artist. That's all I'm going to say about that. Ooh, he's he's slightly helping me with a side project that I've been working on for almost a year and a half. So I'm excited to still work with him. You, you know what we're talking about, though. Oh, no doubt, bro. Yeah. So with that being said, welcome to the show, Dan. How are you feeling? I'm great, Dwight. How are you doing, man? I'm doing Looking all right. Now, for those who don't know, Dan was with me. Uh, about SCG Philly. Ago. SCG yeah. Philly. We, Dude, that we, was a great show. We were, had, a great, had a great time. Yeah, we, we were <laughs> kicking names and taking ass. And uh, let me just tell you, we had a great time there at SCG Philly. What did you think, Dan? Dude, I had so much fun. It was it was great to be back. I mean, the last time we had an in-person magic event was two years ago at that same venue. So, uh, you know, being there again and, you know, hanging out with you, uh, being able to do live magic events, uh, it was it was great. Got to play a bunch of Commander, um, which I was really excited about. Got to run my new deck for the first time, like, all the way through in, in person. So that was a, a really good time. I was hoping you would play your uh, uh, Azorius Merfolk deck because you're you're a Merfolk tri Merfolk tribe individual. I am. I was gonna bring my. You know what? I did bring my modern deck. Uh, I just ended up not playing it. I got a bunch of cards that I have. Uh, they're out in the mail right now. I sent them out to go get signed. So I was like, I can't run the optimized list. So let me let me just go jam some commander because I just put this deck together and I was really excited about it and. Uh, 
Yeah, that's that's what I ended up doing, and I had a great time, man. That was that was that was what what it was about. No, I, I feel bad for the the listening audience and viewing audience because we did videotape, and due to unforeseen circumstances that are slightly beyond our control. Uh, life I thought you were going to apologize for me being here. No, 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 no. <laughs> viewing listening audience. That. Like you and then a friend of the show, to, uh, show Peter Valco was there. Oh yeah, uh, we we had a great time there, and I, I wish I could have seen, I could have met more people, uh, you know, especially uh, people who enjoy the show. I wish they would have joined; they would have had a great time. But yeah. you know what? Uh, it's now time. Let's get down to segment number one, numero uno, and we're going to be talking about New Capena. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Some individual ended up getting new packages of new capena you told me about this earlier today i haven't even yeah. seen any of these cards bro well there's no cards it's just oh. box images so let's bring up the first image uh thanks to my ravishing uh wife renata there it is this is the new packaging right now for the bundles now what you see here on the left hand side is the package that says streets of new capena uh it, i love the color as I'm a Miami Dolphin fan. I love this turquoise, uh, this light little peachy orange going on. I love it. Then you see the angel. It's pretty neat, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the dye, if you look there, it's a purple dye, but it has inflections of turquoise also. Yeah, and I like the uh, gold lettering that's on there. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a really cool set. I mean, I just opened uh, my first packs of the new Kamigawa set today. Hadn't bought anything, kind of was trying to acquire the singles that I wanted. Right. Um, went went to my local game store, picked up a couple uh, couple packs. And, uh, dude, the art was incredible. Was yeah. really excited about the way that all that looked. And uh, I, I, I really enjoy the, the uh, trend that Magic has been um, – has been on recently where they're introducing all of these new arts and different uh, frame styles for all of the cards that they have available, you know, making some more rare than others um, mm-hmm. so that you can still acquire the the cards that you need to play the game that you love um, using, using the less expensive versions. If, if that's what suits your needs, or, you know, if you like to bling out your deck, like I do, uh, go find the nicest versions of the nicest cards that you can so that you can bling it out, make it look really, really nice so that you sit down at the table and you lose anyway, but still you had a good time. And that's all that matters. You know what I mean? Uh, you, you, Cause you know, I, my, my, um, you know, my spirit deck is completely blinged out to the, to the, nines. Oh, Oh, I know. I know. But, yeah. I, I know just, it is. I, I, and I, you've... I just got, I just got my two, a John Joe, the seat of the empire, the extended the alternate art extended foils that's I'm that still, white legendary that white, land right yeah that thing's nice I'm i gotta still, i want to get my hands trying, on one of those i'm still trying to get my hands on the uh the, the, Seiju, the, the uh with the uh, ever never uh, who endures i'm trying to get the alternate art foil for that one just because i like it i already have the alternate art otara the the, the sky city the blue one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One. The one that the the not Aboro Palace in the Clouds. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it looks like uh, uh, what is that? The Star Destroyer that coming in through the clouds. Oh, you know what? I I I think you're right. Um, you think I I'm right? I'm telling you. I it think, looks like I a think Star you're Destroyer. right. You gotta you gotta pull it up. I don't see the card. Well, I don't know. I don't have one of those. I was now, hoping to pull a uh, Boseju, but I did not. I did get a mirror. Uh, 
was it Mir- new mirror gallery, whatever it is. Okay. <laughs> it had a really nice art on it. I was really excited about that because that was a single that I wanted to buy. Ended up not picking it up, but uh, I was really happy about that. Well, also a light pause. Well, now cool. if you look on the right hand side of your your image, we have the new Capenna, and it seems to be a particular demon who we've seen in the past. He's making his way back to shenanigans. Now, one thing I want to show you, if we can go to the next slide, I yeah. want to show. I want you to look really deep at this card. Do you see something interesting? Is that? It, I mean, it kind of looks like a Daxos or a Heliod or somebody. Well, honestly, this is what I think. It's I think it's an angel, but if you look at it, it's the hood ornament of a car, and there's a demon who's driving the car. You think so? Th- that's what it is. Huh. That's exactly what it is. People, oh wait, yeah, yeah, you're right. It does yeah, kind of look. Oh it's snap! Like a, yeah, it's like a Rolls Royce. You know how the Rolls Royce has. Oh those yeah, things? yeah. That's exactly what that is. It's. So you think this is gonna be a vehicle set? Maybe this does. Uh, I, I mean, would, it is called the Streets of New New Capenna. Well, so well, let, I can, let me you know let what? me discuss this a little. Interesting. Bit. It, it's what happens is this used to be the city of angels. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, but demons won the war for the city, and now it's run by gangs of demons. There's five crime families that are all demons, and you'll see that this art here it's like Art Deco but noir. You, you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Because you're yeah, oh, yeah. an artist. You know about these, the, about this thing. Now, the, th- the pre-release for this is going to be April 22nd. Now, what's cool yeah. is that you normally you will have this released on MTGO before paper. Not this time. Really? This time, it will be paper. So it gets released on MTGO the 29th. How funny is that? So actually, they're they're showing some love to paper, but I wanted to show yeah. you this because sounds like I, they want people back in the shops, and I think that's a great thing for Magic. I think it's a brilliant thing because I think it also I, makes it so you can't net deck your uh, your 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 precon uh, your draft builds or your or your uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I said it. I said yeah. it. Yeah, we'll we'll get there in a second. But what do you think of now? Now relooking at that image, what do you think? Oh man, I'm really excited. I love vehicles, man. Yeah, it's. it's I, think, I think I think that's a great card type. I, I'm you know I'm a huge fan of uh, like I said what Magic's been doing uh, recently as far as the art goes. But I also think like it's the right decision to release you know combinations of different cards like uh, like what they did with was it Lion Sash where it's uh, a cat creature in uh, artifacts mm-hmm. uh, equipment, right. Like crazy, crazy combinations like that. So, you know, doing something like a vehicle enchantment or a land enchantment or things like that, like mixing it all up, right. uh, you know, mix well, up the meta and uh, and and give us something new, give us something that we've never seen before. And I think that that's what we're going to see. All right. Well, let's get to the next image, if you don't mind, the ravishing. Yeah. And the next ravishing is this. Like, I wanted to take a deeper dive into this, and that's a Nixilis. Okay. The, the good old demon who ended up losing his spark when he hitched when he landed in uh uh what's the Zendikar. Baneslayer will be seeing a comeback. I see Smash through really? Smash. You really think yeah. Baneslayer's making a comeback? I mean, okay. that'd be cool. How do, I, how do we know? How do we know? I don't know. I'm excited to see that. You know, I, yeah. I personally Baneslayer was back in the day when it first came out, Boku Bucks. Let me just tell you. 
Now I got well, some I got some big questions about this. You said they were so somebody somebody found some uh, draft in packs England, in London, it, like in the London in London England area. And and yet and yet there's no cards spoiled. Well, no cards, but another current card image. Shall we go to the next image? Ravishing. Yeah, I'd love to see. And looky, looky, well, we transmogrifying wand. Well, it's not the wand. Don't look at the wand because that that's just a measure. You know how they come up with these art cards? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's to show you that this is an <clears throat> art card that's in this, and it's a rhinoceros holding some type of hammer of some sort. It looks like it's... <clears throat> it looks like a hammer of some sort. It definitely looks like a hammer. Now, I'm, I'm, I don't know, man. I've... Uh, I'm I'm kind of one to subscribe to the uh, the thought that maybe these spoilers, you know, we constantly see them as as low resolution or poor resolution images released way early. I'm kind of I'm kind of thinking that this might be a uh, a release by Wizards secretly to uh, to say, hey, like get excited for this. Well, let me let's, let me let's stir the- up the. Let me give you the behind the scenes with this car. The, these yeah, tell me what's going on. Having. What happened, <laughs> as I love to say, is that this individual ended up getting this. All yeah. right. T- they took pictures, these pictures, exact pictures, and posted it on Facebook. Uh, what is that? The uh, market, market, uh, market thing that you always tell me to go look for a bass guitar. Yeah, Facebook Marketplace. Marketplace. There you go. Yeah, so yeah. he, this individual, posted these image on Facebook Marketplace. It's a weird place to and go. And when people started calling him, he got this individual. I don't know he or she. All right, ended up getting yeah. very nervous and deleted the file. Hmm. And all we have left are just the images of these, uh, the bundle, uh, the draft thing, and this particular card. Yeah, and, I mean and, that's a. It's a really weird, uh, really, really weird way of going about it. Now, question, is Transmogrifying Wand no. already on the list? It, it's a card from the list. It's, uh, it's already a confirmed card on the list. There's a card no. called, there's a, I, I, don't, I don't know, there's something called The List, and this card yes. is on The List. Yeah. So, so I, don't this, know what the, I don't know what the hell that means. I've never heard it. Like, this is new to me. I was like, the hell, what the hell is the list? Oh, you probably, you, you buy singles. You haven't bought packs in a while, haven't no, you? I know nothing. All right. So, all right, so let me, let me fill Please you in on the list. Me. Every, every once in a while, you know, uh, I don't know, like maybe one in 10 packs or whatever has a card from the list, which is just like a re-release of an old card. Sometimes they're cards that are used, uh, you know, that have value. Like I pulled, God, Kozilek Butcher of Truth out of one. Um, out of a, a uh, what was the most recent set? I can't even remember. <laughs> the you one before Kamigawa. Kamigawa. What was it? Kamigawa. That's the new. Nah, movie? before that. Before that. Uh, you're talking about Innistrad Midnight Hunt. Nah, even before that. I don't uh, know. It was like a year ago. I pulled that Kozilek. But um, basically, they they put a card into uh, into a couple packs or every once in a while, and some of them have value, some of them don't. Okay. It's like you know. Every couple packs will have one, and it looks like this is one of them because of that Planeswalker symbol in the bottom uh, left-hand corner. Um, uh, and my question is, is it a card that's already on the list, or is this one that maybe was pulled from this pack, and now they're saying, like, 
what they're showing secretly is like, this is going to be added to the list in the future in New Capenna. Um, now, I think that this, per like the person that posted these on Marketplace has to have opened at least one pack. Now, why aren't they posting any of the other cards? How come they're just posting the art card? Because they're scared. And I no. don't blame them to be scared. I Watsi think has a Watsi has lawyers, Hasbro has lawyers, and they're gonna shut down. They're gonna they're gonna go investigate this individual. Go, hey, where did you get this from? Who gave it to you? What's going on? Because you know there are people right now. They're like, dude, whoever you are, hush hush. I'll give yeah. you a buku amount of money. I won't say nothing. Just give me those cards. Now, just to think, have them in advance. I think. I think. I think that this is Wizards, somebody inside Wizards saying, let me push out a little bit of information. And I think it's like a tactic that they're using because we always, we never get excellent quality pictures. We never get all the full information. It's always a glared this image. A smart camera. I'm telling you, this was yeah. a smart camera because you, you, what happens is. But it doesn't it, give you anything. It gives you, it gives you a taste. You got a taste. Have, of course you have to have a taste. Yeah, you know, yeah but you, like. This person knows car knows Magic the Gathering, knows that these cards are valuable, worth money, knows that it's going to cause a stir, doesn't open the pack and post the pictures immediately on the best yeah. quality setting that they have. I think I think that's sus. Okay. That's all I'm okay. saying. Well, what do you think of the images that I introduced to you this evening? I I mean, I'm excited, dude. Streets of New Capenna. Right. That tells me that we're going to see some cars. Well, we, we did see a guy. I might, I might actually be able to afford my El Camino. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, I've always wanted one of those. Oh, dude. So have I. You know, there's, uh, a lot, there's always a, nice a lot of car. cars I've always wanted. But, you know, yeah. it is what it is. You know, I'm, I'm just glad that my wife let me buy that motorcycle. <laughs> You and me both, pal. Don't worry. Riding season's coming along. And I know, dude. Be, we will be riding our motorcycles to the local. Straight to Greg's Games. Oh, well, mo yes, to Greg's Games <laughs> yeah. and other game stores that don't have what they need. You know, I've been begging the wife, like, you know, I need to, I need a new motorcycle. I need to update. My Mine's a little. You can go what you, what you need to do is donate yours to me oh. and then get a new motorcycle. Yeah. This, there's a thing called the donate button, and it's I'll trade. I'll, I'll trade you, trade you. Uh -huh. I'll trade you my bike. Yeah. All right. Well, there Dude, you go. Same value. Same value. Yeah. Okay. Fair trade. Fair uh -huh. trade. So yeah. there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Segment number one. We ended up spawning something for Dan, the new Capenna. And hopefully, you know, you tell me what your thoughts are. Reach out to me at mtgectoplasm at gmail .com and uh, let me know. Hey. Uh, is you know are you excited for new companion or is it or is the hype train too soon and let us enjoy what is kamagawa neon dynasty i'm looking forward to enjoying neon neon dynasty okay. i still haven't still haven't gotten my uh you know many of those cards yet and i'm really excited about them because they're really cool all right kind of it kind of excites me like theros or uh no not theros oh god who was the yeah, I got Oko excited for Innistrad. All I know is I was excited for Innistrad and I was excited for Kamigawa. Now from here, it's just yeah, unless, really? unless unless Modern Horizons three comes out somehow magically, and then I'm like, yeah, Yo, Commander Commander Legends two, man. Yeah. Nah, oh, I know you love Commander though. Oh, it's your favorite it. format. Favorite yeah. format. 
No, love, top love format the, right there. Yeah, top top format. <laughs> now, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for segment number two. That's right, segment number two. We're going to be discussing and debating proxies and net decks. I know this is a huge thing in Magic where people just really go at it. Like in our play group, Dan, let's be with honest with one another. Oh, yeah. There are certain people uh, that are just like, Okay, fine. I'll put them in there, but then they proxy certain cards. Well, you know what? Let me ask you, yeah, real quick. Proxies, okay. What about them? I'm I'm gonna. You know how I feel about proxies. Let let me say, what is the difference between a proxy and a counterfeit card? Ooh, that's a good question. All right, a proxy, in my opinion, is any card that's taken the place of another card. So a counterfeit card kind of can be a proxy. However, it becomes a counterfeit when you're trying to pass it off as an original. Okay. That's the big thing. You know, I think, I think that that's where you draw the line. Are you trying to play a tournament with this card, trying to get by everybody without having purchased that card, without playing with the legally required pieces for that tournament? Is there, is there money at stake are there prizes at stake? And are you, you know, effectively cheating to get there? No. Is there places where you should use a proxy where it's okay uh, to use a proxy? I think, I think that any non-competitive environment is okay to use a proxy Probably. for the most part, but I don't think counterfeit card should be used at all. If it's a card that could be, if, if it would make you consider a trade for that card, okay. thinking that it's an original, thinking that it's it's something that somebody opened in a pack or cracked open a secret layer, and you know you look at it and you go, "Wow, this is great! Like it's a good deal. Maybe it's too good to be true." And then you right. get that card, and then you check that green dot using your magnifying glass or your loop or your you know your microscope, and then right. you realize that you got ripped off. That's when it becomes a problem. Okay. No, like me personally, uh, I have no problem with proxies. I have no problems with people using counterfeit cards as proxies. You have okay? no problem as with proxies. I have. Okay. You haven't. See. Th- okay. Let me finish. No problem. I have, okay. I have no problems with proxies or counterfeits being used as proxies, depending on the circumstances that are, because I'm not going to give you any bullshit here. All right. The one thing I hate and I loathe about people who proxy cards is they proxy some of the stupidest cards available. For example, the card that you just brought up that says Island. Okay. I, you've seen that meme where the guy flips the table annoyed and angry. That would be me because I'm sitting here like, how's it possible? Magic the Gathering. Yeah, you're incapable or unable to buy lands that are no more what five ten cents. No, dude, it's not that. It's not that you got a proxy lands. Yeah, because I I ordered. Go to go to your local game store. Say, hey, I want twenty. Give me the damn twenty. I'll pay you like two bucks for them. Five bucks. It doesn't matter. I'll pay the thing. You do not need the proxy. A basic land. You deserve to have your fingers chopped off. No, no, no. I I ordered 
the ones from uh, I ordered some singles. I ordered I ordered singles from from Kamigawa and they haven't come in the mail yet. So what am I supposed to do? Blue I have room. to run this. You can run any other. You just wasted time to flip the card in there and put island. Why couldn't you just find the island, just throw it in there? There you go. And then when right, the well, actual comes in, there you go. Instead of whipping out two cards, now one two pieces of paper. Now you got one piece of paper to throw in there. Common yeah. sense. Yeah. Well, no. I can't tell the difference. It's in the sleeve. I don't feel it in my deck. It's fine. Oh, like how about all right. I got another one my for soul. you. It's just like that's like that's that's something I what the hell is that? It's a terramorphic expanse. No, it is not. That's not terramorphic well, expanse. That's that's the other one. The what, what's the other one? Uh but it it says terramorphic expanse. Yeah, because you wrote terramorphic expanse because I guarantee <laughs> there was the other one that you wanted that's probably in the deck that you end up just changing and erasing and Oh, dude, I would flip evolving wilts, evolving or evolving wilds. Yes, thank you. Yes. Oh, see, like you, 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 my brain cells are just like, okay, okay, okay. So, I think, I think that that's a little right now. That's what I need. I need like gummy. I think you need more than that. (laughs) I think, all right. So, I, you know, you know me, like, I, you know, these are, I would, I would play these as a joke just because I know that it bothers you, but also because like, you know, you bust it out of the table and it's like, okay, that's like, that's pretty funny. I only, I only made this because I played a dude at, at Platinum Star yesterday um, that half the deck was proxies and I was all for it. All of his islands just like this. And I was so, I was so stoked to see it. I thought it was so funny. And then like, a lot of the other cards, he had like he'll have like a, a card facing backwards, and then he had printed out like a doubling season or something like that. And it's like okay, like it's not really an egregious like thing where it's like, you but know, doesn't it matter? Does like re- eh, honestly, can eh, I be honest with you? Doesn't eh. it matter? Here's here's where it matters to me. If if he was if he was saying like all right, like I got my deck and like let's play some commander. I don't really like it's not really that strong of a deck, you know. Like I have a couple proxies in there. Like is that cool, everybody? And then like we start playing and he's like, all right, uh, I got some pregame effects and I'm gonna do, uh, you know, uh, I don't even know. Like just drops a uh, yada yada. Yeah, I don't know. Like, he, like you could, you could, if he like drops like a turn one win off of, off of like leyline of anticipation okay. and like mana crypt and and the moxes all turn one or turn zero and then knocks everybody out and every card's proxied and we're all like looking to play a casual game. Like, all right, I'm gonna be a little bummed out about that because like you're not only misrepresenting your deck, but like you know all those cards are are like way over the power that you're saying that they are. Um, But at the same time, like if you've got that card in another deck and like, you want to play it and that's fine. You don't want to swap cards in and out. Like you're like, Hey, I've I've got this, like, here's my binder. Like, here's the real card. You want me to slide it into my sleeve? Like I could do that for the couple cards that I've got. Um, Or, you know, there's, there's the, the slotting in the Island like this. Um, I, I don't have a wheel of fortune. Like if I want to play a wheel of fortune, and I'm gonna say like, hey guys, I have I have a proxied wheel of fortune in my deck, and I want to play this one. Like, I'm gonna do that, and I think that that's gonna be fine. Okay, my my thing is when this is my problem with it. 
What? People tend to proxy cards that really aren't necessarily need to be proxied. They're yeah. thank God that Wansi in their infinite wisdom have made cards that are very comparable to other cards, right? Just like your Wheel yeah. of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune, there's been different iterations and different versions of the same card. It may not be Wheel of Fortune, but there are cards very comparable and similar to it. My thing is, why not just use those cards? Why, why do you have to use the more expensive version of the particular card? I mean, it's okay to be cheap. Okay, yeah. it's okay to be frugal, but to sit there and go, oh, I just have, I'm going to yada yada, here it goes. This is the card. Really? Like, you couldn't figure another one out? Like, well, I see people playing, going, oh, I want to play a Tundra. Okay, that's cute. Got no problem with that because I understand Tundra is a great card. Yeah. But couldn't you have played Hollowed Fountain? Couldn't you have played Port Town? Which I think Port Town. Couldn't you have picked any you other? You Port Town. Uh, Port Town is just an absolutely annoying card. I wish I could burn them all. Play but, Azorius Guildgate. Why not? But that's that's the whole point. There are yeah. so many different versions. Couldn't you just use that instead instead of a proxy? That's that's where I. This is where proxies annoy the crap out of me. Yeah. If there's different versions of the card, use a different version. I understand that your budget. It may not be in your budget, and eventually it will be part of your budget if you have the monetary needs, if you have the monetary value to get there. I have no yeah. problem with that. But to sit there and go, well, I'm going to put this because it's the better version of it. I don't want to spend money for Come on, guy. Come on. No, you got to get you got to get creative. Like, I just picked up a scrubland yesterday. An actual scrub? I want to punch you so bad. <laughs> I want, I want, for those in the listening audience and not viewing this on YouTube, somebody decided to cut a plains and a, a, a swamp together. Like you can check them out and on, then put it together and just put scrubland. I erased the word plains. Yes, I noticed, and I want like I. Oh, it says it's plain swamp. You can see it clearly yeah, right there. Swamp, yeah. It's plainly not a swamp, and it's plainly not an island. It's not no, a it's plain both. either. Oh, my soul. For my those gosh. of you that are listening only, you can check it out on at Fires in Atlantis on Instagram. All the card posts, all the cards that I'm showing today have been posted there. Um, so enjoy. Oh, my soul. Oh, my soul. All right. For real, yeah. though. I'm I'm okay with proxies. <laughs> thank, thank you, Ravi. That's, that's that's great. Oh, oh this, boy! This is the first time the engineer actually does something terribly brilliant. Thank you, Ravishing. I appreciate. That. Oh, I think she does something brilliant all the time. Oh, she's, she's great. She, yeah, she's brilliant. She married me. Well, you can imagine. We love we love you, Ravishing Granada. There you go. Thank you. Looking forward to coming over to your house and hanging out and playing some cards again. About, about damn time. Now, yeah, bro. Now, looking forward are there to it. any are, is there anything that should not be proxy um I, you know what everything fair game so now uh, uh, I think the only time that I really have a problem with proxies is when you when you're playing over the level of everybody else at the table knowing that you're playing something over the level of everybody else at the table um that's that's the big thing for me that and you know um 
if you're like like you said, there are budget alternatives like playing a hollowed fountain versus a uh, a tundra. There's no reason that you can't play that. Like if you're playing at a table where a tundra is going to be going to make the difference over the hollowed fountain, you can't take that to life or whatever the uh, the the negative cost is for playing that. Like I think I think that you've got some other problems um, because like if you're playing. For, um, like you're playing Legacy, you got to have the cards. If you're playing uh, Vintage, you got to have the cards. You're playing EDH. Like if it's going to come down to that two life, then you should really think about other ways to protect your uh, protect your deck because you're getting comboed out on turn four if other people are playing Tundras, like or by turn four. Like I've got I've got my Zaxara uh, deck and. I've I've got a bunch of uh, like budget alternatives for for the expensive lands. My only restriction was: do they enter tapped or do they enter untapped? If I have to take a life or two life or you know bounce a land back to my hand for whatever reason to offset the cost of not having a tundra, like that's going to be that's going to be something that I built around and kind of account for uh, you know having to pay that two life. Um, I'm looking to combo off turn three, so. <laughs> Yeah. Now, Smash 309 brought in. It must be an old thing. It's like I would love Wizards to just straight up keeping sets incognito and just dump everything on, on, in one day. I think Oof. that would be very Oof. interesting. I mean, <sighs> it would kill people like me as content makers because we're like speculating and speculating and speculating oh, yeah. and speculating. But then, you know, to sit there and go, boom, I th- to me it would be great too because at the same time it's like, nobody's ahead pros and amateurs are on the same footing and they got to figure out what's what i'm gonna raise you one and say they should yeah i'm gonna raise you one and they should say we're not going to release anything until the pre-release send people in totally blind keep it ultra hush hush don't tell don't even don't even display set images just have a question mark when you're when you're talking about the name and don't even release the name of the set until like three days before the pre-release just it's magic's mystery set it has colors and (laughs) cards (laughs) it has colors great so when you open up the pack and you go oh 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 and this is my mythic rare. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, um, or you hope to go, oh, oh, look, I found an awesome rare. It's gonna be here. I'm I'm expecting, I'm expecting uh a 350 card set, all of them persistent petitioners. Ugh. <laughs> oh, that's awful, dude. Persistent awful. petitioners tribal. Oh. It'd be, oh my god, it would be a great set. Really well, crash the value on that card so that everyone oof. can buy them. Yeah. Every blue deck just runs 35. Oh. Oh, that's <laughs> awful. Oh, well, yeah. we just we talked about the proxies and we had a lively debate, but you know what? There's something else that I hate to say that I not- as a as a content maker in a for yeah. a specific particular tribe, and you and you play a particular tribe, I don't have a problem with except when you get into casual and that's net decking. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Let's discuss what you real quick. What is net decking? What is net decking to you? Uh, Net decking to me. All right. So 
I think there's a difference between looking up the best versions of the deck, finding out what the core of the deck is, really learning and understanding that deck, and then uh, and then building around your collected knowledge of of that tribe or of that deck um, of that archetype, and then uh, and making it as best as you can. Like I've got my Merfolk deck. I like playing Is It Merfolk. I like playing Azorius Merfolk. They're not the meta decks. Um, but they are definitely really strong versions. And when we're playing kitchen table and everybody kind of jumps in, like I might play my Merfolk deck and then, you know, our friends might be playing uh, some janky casual that they built at a pre-con. Somebody else might be playing their pauper meta deck that they've net decked um, or, or looked online, found a list and then just like purchased every card or compiled a list of every card. And so like with, with, with playing, um, at a casual table and using my knowledge to build a really strong deck. I don't really have a problem with that, but when you are playing casually and you like then go find the top deck and then just play that uh, verbatim um, card for card, exactly as it is without any, uh, any creativity. Um, I, that's, I think, I think that that's a problem in casual because Maybe you know, like unless unless that's what your table does, and everybody's like, all right, like we're just gonna find lists and play those, like that. That's fine. Um, I think the big thing again, it comes down to outclassing your table, um, and you don't want to do that because it's it's just rude more than anything else. Um, <laughs> you you can win, it feels good, but then at the same time, like when you when you win um, on a deck that you didn't build and you had no, no input whatsoever. And it's just like, all right, like I built this to win and that's it. Like maybe you need that every once in a while, but also some dudes need Viagra and you never know, you know? Wow. We went there. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. No, no, no. If you need it, you need it. You need it. You know, sometimes some people can't, hmm. but, uh, my thing is, I think that decking is okay. Uh, especially if you're going to go to a competitive game, or like let's go star city games philly right that that event if you're going to go play modern realistically you're not going to sit there and take your janky deck that you put together you know that weekend and gone hey this might beat the top decks realistically no but at the same time you know how i do things is that i fell in love with spirits i put spirits together and then all of a sudden i you know there were other people who ended up uh years ago making content and i was like okay they did this they went this i like their theory i like their philosophy i'm gonna go with the core area the core aspects but i'm gonna change it up i'm gonna put my little flavor for example when we went to uh, when we went to philly i ended up putting uh two prismatic endings in my main nobody has done that in our in spirits no one and let me just tell you, it was beneficial. I think it was great. I think it was, I think it's a moral imperative that people should start considering putting prismatic ending in the main because of uh, decks like Hammer Time. So How when did- it comes to net decking, I'm okay with that when it comes to a competitive aspect. But when it comes to casual play, you know what? It, it's, I think casual, and especially within our play group, let's be honest yeah. with one another. We have a very, very unique play group where we play uh, vintage, vintage-esque, 
because let's be honest, no, none of us have Black Lotuses and oh, Moxin. No. None of us have these cards. We but play we casual play- with a vintage ban list, essentially. Exactly. There you yeah. go. And I mean, we play, there's p- people in our group that will play, have a legacy deck versus a modern deck versus a pioneer deck versus a like popper uh, deck, bro. extended deck, and then popper decks. Yeah. And, and it's kind of funny having this mishmash or just people jank decks that people put together and see who battles it out and wins. And I think it's funny. Sometimes I, I play my popper deck and I oh. smash everybody with the, all these expensive cards. And it's like, Aha, you paid 50 bucks for this card and I smashed it with a 25 cent card. Yeah. Me. Or sometimes it's great to sit there and have creativity where you are uh, homebrewing. Because there's certain like cards you go, oh, this works with this interaction, this works with this interaction, and I'll just make it into a deck and yay me, I'll have fun. For example, my clerics deck. I love my clerics deck. It's the only tribe deck that has no rhyme or reason to be together, but it wins. Uh, the other deck is, uh, oh God, Oris. You you remember? No, I'm not familiar with that one. It uh, it had grandeur. You discarded, and basically your opponent can't uh, attack or cast a spell. Is this and, a new deck? Oh no, bro! This is an old deck. I fought that 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 bad boy out, and I, I don't ever remember you playing that deck. But it sounds fun. Well, basically, the whole whole it's a control deck in white green where I shut everybody down, and I used I put Genesis in the graveyard using. Uh, Survival oh, of the fittest. Yeah, it sounds survival, familiar. Survival of the fittest. And next thing you know, I get that back and boom. You know, I'm okay with that. I'm I'm smashing people in the face, like, oh, counter, 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 counter. You ain't gonna oh. do nothing. So I call the deck no. So then smash 309 writes in again. If you proxy lands, you're too poor for magic. Yes. Thank no, you, Smash. No, thank you, thank no, you, thank you. Dan, no. Hold on. You know what, Dan? No, I disagree with that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say boo. That's boo shit. Okay, he's now one of my favorite watchers and listeners of the show. Bravo! You know, he's d- another, another standing ovation. Oh boy, <laughs> your, your point of view gets crickets. That's it. That's all you get is crickets, Dan. That's all right, it. that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I'll take it. Now, now I- let me ask you: Is yeah. like besides the casual atmosphere? Is there any other place that you wouldn't do a net tech? Because I mean, me personally, I'm thinking maybe EDH. I mean, I would. You would net tech an EDH deck. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, I think EDH should be one of those things that you you build on your own. Maybe you use community resources to help you figure out what the cards you should be running. But if you're uh, if you're just you know straight up buying a deck, unless it's something like Commander's Quarters and you're, you know, you're finding like a very, very cheap alternative so that you can run something that's, uh, that's focused, but inexpensive so that you're not going to like outclass anybody. Um, something fun like that. I think, I think that there's uh, really no problem with that, but you should also like really try to build with what you've got. Um, if you're, if you're building commander, like that format came out of using just the extra cards, the ones that you're not using for, um, constructed formats and you're, you know, it's like, I've got one of this card. I've got one of this card. I've got one of this card. All right, let's put them all together and let's have fun with that. Um, I, I would net deck for a, a big tournament, like the Philly, uh, the star city games tournament, Philly, I would net deck for, um, I would probably consider net decking for like my shop 
um, if I was playing like modern or something like that, probably wouldn't actually do it. And it would be more of uh, I'm going to use input and I'm going to use suggestions and maybe uh, look at some of the decks that would be recommended for a blind meta um, if I wasn't familiar with playing that shop. But I'm going to play the cards that I like. Like, I want to play Is It Merfolk? I'm going to play Wizard's Retort. I'm going to play Lightning Bolt. I'm going to play Fiery Islet. Um, but I'm going to use the core of the Merfolk deck because that's kind of what it is. And then, right. you know, whatever other cards I've got, if I've got, you know, Force of Negation or if I want to play... Um, if I'm expecting to play against a control deck, I'm probably going to have my Cavern of Souls. Uh, I want to have all those cards in the deck um, because I think they're good. And they're in a lot of lists because they're good, not because I'm net decking it. Um, so, yeah, I think, uh, I don't know. I think, uh, uh, yeah, net decking for casual is is a thumbs down, but net decking for uh for a tournament, play. yeah, for competitive play, it's okay. You know, I, you yeah. know we're not going to shun anybody for that. But you know, if casual play, you're playing with groups where they did they're just like mishmash, then thumbs down, thumbs down. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Smash three hundred nine comes in again. He says, "What about foreign cards?" That's oh, no problem point. whatsoever. Foreign, no, no foreign, problem. Like, foreign cards, I, I, they're cheaper. Majority of the time, they're a lot cheaper, except for the Russians. For yeah. some reason. Yeah, Russian well, Russian foils. That's what it is. Yeah, and I don't know why that is. I mean, they look cool. I'll give you that. They do oh. look cool. But uh I, I'm saying right now we need to boycott Russian foils. Yeah, boycott Russian foils. I'm down. <laughs> no reason at all. I'm just saying we need to be, uh, boycott Russian foils. Yeah, right yeah. Um, no, but I, like like foils, you know, for example. I've got no problem with, with any foreign cards. The the big thing is like can I look it up? Is it is it a legal card? Is like if I want well, to play my entire deck in Spanish, I can do that. I, well, I got I half, have, like I got a ton like, of cards that are in other you, languages. You know, you know how one of my decks have a moat, okay? Yeah. From Legends, it's an Italian moat. Now yeah. the the real moat is going for a God knows. I it's an insanely amount. Yeah. Now the Italian moat is a a lot cheaper because they made a lot more Italian moats than regular moats. It's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. So with that being said, it's like, there you go. There's a substitute for you. Here's my uh, Nykthos Shrine to Nyx. Okay, it's very nice. It's uh, Korean, Chinese, I don't even know. I know it's what the card is. I know what the card does. That's all that matters. Exactly. It's a, it's a legal card. It's a real card. Um, it's in another language because it was like 30 or 40% less than the regular oh, one. You and just it was something. a great idea with this conversation. Yeah, no, yeah. put mo put mode in my Millicent deck. In your Millicent deck? How yeah, did it I? All, it creates all the spirits. Oh, oh okay. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a now. I think a better question than uh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of commandeer this conversation because oh, no. speaking of foreign speaking of foreign cards, oh. I think the bigger thing that uh, should be considered over over uh, proxies. Right. Is what is what is the community view on something like this? What is that? It's a Triskelion. It's signed. It's oh. an art, it's an artist proof. It's a blank back. I got it. It's I got it proxied. Well, kind of by Christopher Moeller. 
put a beautiful, beautiful sketch of the Triskelion on the back of the card so I could play it backwards. It's a legal, well, it's a, it's technically an illegal card made by Wizards of the Coast, given directly to the artists that I purchased directly from the artist. It's a legal, well, it's a, it's a card by Wizards of the Coast, not fake, but illegal in modern, illegal in legacy, illegal in most formats other than EDH, which is why I have it in my EDH deck. I think that we should be talking about that because these are cards that are given to the artists by Wizard for them to uh, be able to sell or give away, um, you know, recoup some of the money that they get or that uh, for the time that they spent making these uh, beautiful artworks. Right. And then uh, and then it's a card that I can't legally play. See, that, see that's tough. And, yeah. and and the only reason why I say that's tough is this. I had to really t- take my time to think about it for those 30 that those 5 seconds. Yeah. This is the reason why I say it's tough. When it comes to competitive play, you want everything to be uniform. I agree. Right? Now, because the uniformity in the cards, you want the backing and the front to be very similar. You don't yeah. want any changes that you know, Dick, anything that could be considered obvious in a sleeve. Right. So, for example, if you have a, a sleeve that may be a little too opaque, you could actually see and go, oh, it's a Triskelion that it's coming up here because I don't see the Magic the Gathering symbol in back. That's I understand that. but I don't other, disagree. So there are other sleeve manufacturers that make them extremely visible. Yeah, so, would it be questionable. Terribly questionable. Yeah, for sure. So, with the, so the where I'm going to go with it is, I understand Watsi why in their infinite wisdom they decided to say these cards aren't legal. We want them basically all uniform. Now, mm-hmm. is you make a very fair reason to go? Well, if these people, if Watsi did create them and give them to the artists, maybe those are the golden nuggets, the little treasures. The little, what the French call a little bit of the je ne sais quoi. Oh, I don't know what that is. A little bit of I don't know what. (laughs) A little bit of Uh, I don't know what. (laughs) Yeah. You know, something extra that you can, there you go, chef's kiss. Yeah. Give to the the fan of the individual who actually created the image for that particular card and not to be used in a competitive aspect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is why I play it as a proxy in ADH. Okay. Well, is this ADH, is this an okay it, proxy for casual play? Yes, I'm okay with that one. I will. It's not a beautiful flip card. I will not flip tables. Now I will go back to so what tough. Smash 309 said. Uh, oh. You're too poor to play Magic if you're proxying lands. Basic no, lands. no, yes. Yes. no, yes. no. Proxying basic lands. I think that should be required. Never, never. I think, dude, dude. It's it was it was great. It was great. No. Never great. Never, oh my never gosh. is, never was, never will be great. Oh, man. I don't care if you make a red hat that says proxies will make magic great again. No, <laughs> I disagree. Make artist proofs legal in vintage. <laughs> I'm okay with that. You, yeah, you I am make, too. You, you want to make that hat? I, with that all written out? Bravo, dude. You'll have people going, I'll support Make that. proxies okay in competitive Play formats, competitive formats, <laughs> competitive 
legally sanctioned our what is it uh rel formats through wizards of the coast gaming communities well let me <laughs> ask a lot you on my, a hat but yeah what's up uh, this is my last question of the evening yeah. are net decks and proxies important to magic oh yeah no doubt yeah i think uh the big thing is that it makes it uh net decking makes competitive play more accessible to people who have the the resources to be able to play competitively um, because then you have a better chance. Well, if you're a good pilot, you have a better chance of winning um, or in theory, you'll have a better chance of winning as long as you know the deck and you know why um, certain cards are being played and in what situations you might play them. Um, the other thing is for, uh, for proxies, I think it makes the game more accessible. Um, if you've got, if you have no access to a scrubland, make your own. If you've got no access to a wheel of fortune, make your own. If you can't afford islands, right there. No. I'm just I'm just saying. Um, that's the big that's the big thing. It makes it an accessible game for everybody. Um, so even, I mean, I've heard stories of, uh, of of people in jail or prison printing out or not even printing out, but like handwriting on like post-it notes the names of cards and what they do so that they can continue to play. Uh, really? I've yeah. never heard of it. See, this yeah, is a great story. We're going to have to, we're going to have to do a story on this. Yeah, you're going to have to look into that because wow. is, is that an okay, is that okay to proxy? I mean, you've got no access to cards whatsoever. So you, you do what you got to do. And then as long right. as the table agrees, you know, you can, you can make yeah, your, you, you have, you have inspired me to want to yeah. go to my local penitentiary not to sit there and visit and hang out with the fellas as long as like you know, the young ladies for their for time but to see if that's true if there are people who do want to play magic and see if we can get starter decks for these people and yeah i mean starter decks for these people because you know yeah they may have done yeah okay, <sighs> you do the crime you do the time yeah but if there's something we can do leisure because magic is great because it's reading uh, and, and mathematics yeah you know it's a it, lot of problem it, solving as well it's, it's exactly. a lot of high, higher order high level uh thinking and strategies you know so there's I, a I, lot I, there's a there's a big benefit to it i'm gonna look um, into that ravishing yeah i you should you should look it up um i've seen stories on the internet you know people that play in the magic community that are active on reddit um and and on the internet in general um i've seen uh you know not me personally talk to somebody in real life about this, but you know, uh, I've seen like people posting pictures of cards that they've used or, uh, posting stories about friends that they have that are, uh, incarcerated and, um, that are huge magic players beforehand and they, they go there and they miss it. So they, you know, kind of do what you got to do to make your own, uh, to make your own fun and pass right. the time. Um, right. now I got some mail I want to open up. Okay. Now, while you're opening up, I, I want to say my last things about proxies and net decks. Uh, yeah. I, do I think I'm, they're important? Yes. I think personally, us going over proxies, one thing I didn't consider is that if you want to buy a deck, okay, and or buy, like, say, cards from the new set, and you oh, want yeah. to test them out in your deck before you go to a competitive game, I think that's great. As long as you're doing it in a casual format with you and your friend with knowing hey i got these proxies in there because i want to make sure if and when i buy these cards for this game or for this big event coming up shortly i want to make sure that these cards fit the way i think they're going to play i think that's a very important 
uh, aspect for proxies. Yeah. NetDex, I think NetDex are important. It helps the gameplay grow, but at the same time, I think it takes away from the competitive aspect because I guarantee there would be a lot more interesting decks out there besides the nuts that the decks that are out there now. Because I guarantee people would brew a lot more decks than are out there right now that we see in modern. And modern's wide open right now. Thank God. I mean, with the exception of Hammer Time fucking killing everything. But if we can sit there and open it up even more, I think, uh, you know, Pioneer uh, Modern would be in a much better place if there was just a little less net decking involved. Now, Dan, I see you with yeah. your little, you know. Uh, I'm trying, opening. dude. This this package is really difficult to open. Where did you get this package from? Where did I get this? I got it from someone who ordered cards from an agent. Um, they ordered one of each of Mark, a Mark something a, or other. Mark Warnowitz, Ward, yeah, yeah, Warnowitz. Um, he ordered he ordered a bunch of cards. Um, here's the back of it. Okay. Ooh. Ooh, Ooh. it's a white backing. It's a white backing. So what is it? I know. Oh my gosh, I'm so stoked because it looks so pretty. Okay, he's dragging his feet here. I am dragging my feet. Okay, three, two, one, and it is Swift Swift Sphere boots. That's different. Yeah, it's the it's the uh, it's one of the the promo cards that. Uh, that comes in some of the secret layers. Really? Yeah, it's one of the extra bonus cards. Yeah, I know it's it's uh, it's rare. I, can it's I ask what, what the price? What, what can I ask? What the price point was? Um, it was. Oh, it's not, an artist proof. Forget it. Then it's it, an I artist proof. Like, I thought it was an actual card. I was like, I wonder how much that bad boy is. Going no, for. I think you can get. I think you can get the uh, that version of it for like forty or fifty bucks. The Oof. foil. Oof. Yeah, I mean, Oof. compared to a regular Swiftfoot boots, uh, yeah, it's like, is it worth it? No. This one, this one was um, For more. You it is. That was more than that. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spend a ton of money on a foil Swiftfoot boots, but I definitely will buy the proof for it <laughs> um, because it goes in my, it goes in my proof deck um, that I want to make as good as I can. Where is the Swiftfoot boots that I have in here already though? I gotta take it out. Oh there it is. Oh so you got so this you're one. Re- you're fixing your deck during the show. I'm, <laughs> I'm replacing I'm replacing this Swiftfoot boots with Okay then I'll take that one from you because no, you don't need it anymore. No. No because yeah. this one now goes into a different deck. No you don't deserve it because you proxied it. I did no I didn't proxy it. This is just signed. I mean, technically, now I'm using a proxy. This this new Swiftfoot boots um, is is kind of technically a proxy because it's not a legal Magic card. Oh my god! It's not not legally available to play, which is a yeah. bummer. I, I need alcohol after this episode. All let's, right, dude, let's have a drink. <laughs> All right, so we'll, we'll see Dan. you guys back in about 15 minutes for drinking <laughs> with Dan and Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a great show. I now, would, Dan, we should do that. That'd be a fun episode. Now, yeah, you want to do can, uh, drinking? <laughs> for those that are interested, you can find Dan at Fires in Atlantis on Instagram. He has he posts a lot of interesting stuff. He's an artist. He's helping me out with certain things. And Dan, I, I say it's a, a 
uh, a headache and a pleasure to have you on the show. Oh, absolutely. I feel the same <laughs> way, right? <laughs> um, is there any final thoughts you want to share with the listening audience? Any, any final thoughts? You, you know what? I'm glad that you brought up the point that um, that net decking is important for testing out cards because I, you know, in previous conversations that we've had, um, I, I did I did bring that up and we talked about that at length. Um, because that is that's probably one of the most important um, parts of of, uh, of proxying cards. You know, you don't you don't know how they're going to play. If you want a moat that bad in your deck, or if you need a scrubland that bad in your deck, it's an important uh, it's an important part of of figuring out how that's going to impact your play, and uh, and really knowing knowing your deck and its weaknesses, uh, being able to proxy a card before you spend a ton of money on it, I think is an important part. Um, so, so yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up. That's probably the, uh, the last thing that I want to talk about. Casually, not for actual yeah, competitive well, I mean, play. You can, it, yeah, I mean, if, if the, if the competitive environment is cool with proxying, like I know that there's, there's like legacy, like legacy tournaments that small shops will do and they'll say like, yeah, yeah you can proxy up to like, like yeah, five, 10, 15 cards, whatever, so that you can make the deck as good as it can be. I think that's okay, um, as long as it's agreed upon, or as long as you know you're you're forthright with your information, saying like, hey, this is what I'm doing, or like this is where I'm at, and you're not misrepresenting your stuff. As I said before, right. um, yeah, uh, this show sponsored by Craig's well, Games. Tell me. Well, it is sponsored by Greg's Games. You can find them at 2103 White, Ho- White Horse, Mercerville Road, Hamilton, New Jersey, 08619. Looking forward and, to taking the motorcycle ride out there with you, buddy. Dude, dude my man, you, you live very close to my, like, you work next to my house. Bro, I, I live another, like five minutes away. Dude, it's another 20 minutes west. Oh, yeah, check this one out. Oh, Proxy Felidar Sovereign. I want to punch you so bad. It was it was drawn by Zoltan Boros on the back of a Felidar Sovereign proof. You had it you had it done in Philly, didn't you? Yeah, of course I had it done in Philly. Dude, he was there. I had to. I was like, I, I was I like, I got this. I got this Felidar Sovereign foil promo art signed by both Boros and Gabor, and uh, I said, hey, I gotta get that. I gotta get that sketched. So I got him. I got him. Put that on the back, and it looks great. Um, shout out to my boy Will out there with the uh, with all the proofs and all the signed cards. Uh, you know, I've been talking a lot. Told him to watch the show. Hope you enjoy. Nice. <laughs> and well, all of the all the Merfolk all the community out there, and all the spirits. There you go. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you, Dan, for coming on the show. I do appreciate it. I want to thank the viewing and listening audience out there in the magic world. Thank you for watching and listening to the show. Um, Like I ask in each and every other episode, hit that follow, like, subscribe button. It's somewhere over here or over there, up here or somewhere. I'm not charging you a dime, a nickel, peso, an india, ruby, uh, or or ruble, especially now because the rubles aren't worth anything. So I'm not charging you anything. So hit that follow, like, subscribe button. And you know what? The next time you're kicking your opponent's ass, make sure they say that's that's bushy. That's right. We're out of here. See you guys. Have fun, y'all.